Welcome back to this week's episode of Let's Talk About It. On today's episode, we are discussing confidence and how in today's society, there's various reasons for the lack of it. So how do we build it? Let's talk about it. Welcome back, everyone. We are on another episode of Let's Talk About It with my friend Austin Anderson, looking good in his visor today. Present, pretty, and punctual, as always. Okay, okay. I like it. The three-piece. Today, we are talking about confidence, and we think it's important, especially, I mean, in any person, but you want a confident man who's going to be a father, be a husband, um, be a leader in the community, and this can carry over to women, too, but we are men, and we're going to talk about confidence and being a man. So let's talk about it, dude. Tell me about it. Why are you confident? What are you confident in? And why? <laughs> Put me on the spot again. Well, I think that, you know, confidence, as we kind of talked about before we got on recording, it comes from wins, right? It comes from little wins you do every day. And I think that I'm confident because I wake up every single day at the same time. I kind of do five tasks from the, the Live Hard program. I do those tasks every day, whether I'm not on it or if I'm on it. And by completing those tasks, I believe I could do anything, right? I believe that I can get up and do hard things. I can believe I can believe that I can drink water, a gallon of water every day. I believe that I can eat the right food every single day. And that carries over to my life as I believe I could be a good father. I have confidence in being a good father. I have confidence in, in being a good husband. I have confidence in caring for my future patients and making sure that their care is, is the utmost pristine care they can ever have. And I think that that's important. You know, I think that you have to win every single day to gain confidence. So if I'm thinking of a definition, because I'm all about words, how will I define confidence? It sounds like from what you're saying, it would be a surety in yourself and your abilities based on actions that you've taken and decisions you've made in your life. Yeah. And I think we've kind of touched on this before. It's like, uh-oh, residency's coming up. We're going to talk about medicine, right? Residency's coming up. I don't think that I'm going to match. Why not? What have you done up until now? How many publications have I done? How many people have I networked? How many rotations that I did at residency programs? You should have confidence in all the stuff that you've done, whatever task you're trying to get to has been enough to get you to where you, you should be. And you should carry that confidence by the actions that you've done. So when you have successes only, it will give you confidence. I think it helps build confidence, but failures can build confidence as well right? You learn, you should learn from those failures. And if you're, if you fail at something, and you're like, wow, I'm a failure, there's no confidence. But what can you do? We've talked about it before. Hey, I haven't done something that great, or I failed at something. What can I do to make sure that this doesn't happen again? What can I do to make sure that I'm successful next time? And when you learn from those traits of not allowing that failure to happen again, you build confidence in overcoming that failure the next time. Great example of failing into confidence. Dumb, dumb questions. I have some pet peeves. One of them is when somebody says there are no dumb questions. There are obviously dumb questions. There are obviously stupid questions to ask. Caveat with that, this is something that Jordan Peterson makes a point of when he talks about his daughter, how she took over his business, that when you ask a dumb question and you get an answer, if you're smart and competent, you're not dumb anymore in that area because now you have the answer to the area that you were dumb in or deficient in before. Now you've grown in confidence and knowledge and security in yourself, which overall I think is competence. This is something we were talking about. This is something that we listened to 
Prezella and Skedros talk about, or Bedros, Bedros, that's his name, talk about that competence is what yields confidence. Do you agree or disagree? I agree. It's when you believe, let's say you're learning to play the guitar. First time you ever play the guitar, you have no confidence. I never even touched these things. I don't even know chord strings. I don't, I'm not someone who plays the guitar, so I don't know, you know? I would be, I'd be not, I have no confidence if I picked up a guitar and tried to play in front of people, right? But if you put in the hours and you learn the the chords or the notes, whatever it is, over time you start putting putting music together. You start to play a certain song and then you start to build this confidence by the competence of doing doing the task that you're getting to being able to play that guitar. So that's just an example that I would use. Well, I think that when talking about confidence, there's this dichotomy that I'm thinking of, of the person who I'm thinking of, let's say I'm talking to a person who's not confident and they tell me, I want to be more confident, but I'm not. Mm -hmm. My first instinct on the side of this dichotomy, this coin would be, well, are you good at anything? Mm -hmm. Do you, you don't deserve to be confident. What are you Mm -hmm. good at? If you're not good at anything, well, no wonder you're not confident. Let's figure out how you can get better at something. And then, like you said, you go the route of practice and try trial and failure and improvement. And, you know, you earn the confidence, you become competent, and then you earn your confidence in that area or that skill or discipline. And then I think there are those on the other side of that who just maybe they don't recognize mm-hmm. that there are areas and places where they have great success already. And they need somebody else from the outside to look at that and point it out to them. I know we were talking about kind of these generational cyclical things that happen in families like poverty drug illicit drug use abuse emotional or physical what if you're a person who decides that's not going to carry on in my family that's an incredible thing to be confident in that i stopped a cycle of generational abuse or generational poverty i did that and i'm confident in that and i am strong and i can do that and maybe like on that so just going back to my point here maybe there are people who you just need to find ways that you are having successes, you are competent, and now you are confident and more confident in that area. And you're not done, obviously. Now you need to keep progressing and develop more confidence in other areas. And I like that you brought up that because that's kind of my, that's my history. That's my past of addiction, people in jail, loving mother, but has her problems. And you have to have this confidence and it's kind of a leap of faith, right? That I'm not going to be the one to let this happen to. I'm going to break this curse so that my kids in the future don't have that. And I kind of want to jump to something a little bit, sidestep a little bit to something that I posted on my story yesterday. And that's having courage, right? So first you have the confidence to say that that's not going to be me. I'm not going to be the one that falls into that cycle. But how do you then not allow that to happen? You have to overcome fear, Phobos, Greek, Roman. I'm reading a bunch of books by Ryan Holiday. He uses a lot of that stuff. Overcome Phobos to then use that courage to propel you to never letting that happen again. But the first step in becoming courageous is overcoming the fear of, I'm the first in my family. I I have no examples. I have no one to talk to about this. I don't have anyone who's been in my family who's been this X, Y, and Z. Overcome that fear of being the first to step into the darkness to then find light on the other side. And you find ways to be maybe different. Maybe you you change your concept of what success looks like, of what competence looks like, and you can become more competent in an area where maybe you do have a clear deficit. I know you and I attended a lecture with an, a pediatric orthopedic surgeon who worked with kids with malformed limbs, who were just congenital birth defects. And with all of the children that she worked with who had these malformed limbs, and she would offer corrections where she could and, and where she couldn't, she, you know, they had to make other 
revisions or other adjustments, but she helped all of these children develop the mantra and the mindset of, I'm really good at figuring things out. Mm -hmm. These children who were, who potentially had a fear of going out into a world where they were different, where they would be belittled or made fun of or treated with less respect because of their mouth, their disformities, their disfigurement. And she helped them see, you know what, maybe you can be the person who's just really good at figuring out problems of finding ways around to do new things. And that, that can be yeah. the area where you base your confidence to the point where in a, a comical anecdote, she told us one of her patients had developed and repeated that mantra so much that when a neighbor kid of this patient, the family was having trouble with their VCR DVD set their the connections weren't working with their TV. And this neighbor kid said, Oh, let's call Billy. He's really good at figuring things out. Mm hmm. And, you know, that, that's a funny story, but maybe you find a different way, a unique way to see where you can grow and shine. And that's where you'll base your confidence or at least a big part of an area where you can be confident. And I like I love that because you kind of touched on this already. You have a friend or someone to remind you that you you have confidence or the stuff you've done to become confident. And I have an example of this, too. Really good friend of mine. She's matching dermatology with me and she was doubting everything. No confidence whatsoever. And initially, you know, I was like, have you ever been challenged in your life? And she's like, truthfully, no, you know, I come from a family that are wealthy, I've never been really challenged. And I was like, well, there's, there's why you're doubting yourself, you need to challenge yourself. And then I was like, hey, look at all the stuff you've done. You speak two languages, you traveled to many countries and done medical missions abroad. You were a leader of some sports team in undergrad, you've published papers. Why are you doubting you have a lot of stuff to be confident about? You have interviews, you have all this stuff, you should be confident. And I think, like you said, that's a point of sometimes you have to be told by friends or family members, people that are close to you, or a doctor that you were talking about the orthopedic, uh, pediatric orthopedist, uh, to remind you that you can be confident and you are confident. You just have to find what avenue that is to be confident in. Right. I think that that when that confidence then is without merit, so I'm confident in this but I really haven't earned that confidence. That's where it turns into arrogance. That's where mm -hmm. it turns into lying and cheating and you doing something to make yourself look big and others small. And that will just isolate yourself from others and no one will want to work with you or be around you because you're not, you don't draw people in with you to then let them rise with you. You push people away because you think you're better than them. And I was going to kind of segue to this, but you kind of gave me that opening. The line between cockiness and confidence is by the actions that you do. We've already talked about it. If you're cocky, I'm entitled to this. I've done this. I've done that. Your actions speak louder than than any other words. And that's confidence. You don't need to walk in and say, hey, I've done all this. I am this. No, your confidence is going to carry by all the actions that you do. And that's what separates cockiness and confidence. So I kind of want to talk about how can we build confidence besides, you know, having friends, uh, tell you that you're confident or looking back at all the actions. And I personally think um, everyone who who may not know or who listens to this, who knows me personally, I'm big into fitness. And I believe that no matter what people say, they care about their appearance. You can love your body, you can care about whatever it is. But deep down inside, you truly care about what you look like every single day. And if you have a good physique that you can look at in the mirror, you're going to build confidence. Because one, you can look back at all the work you've done in the gym, 
to be have those muscles, all the food you've eaten, all the food you've tracked, the discipline you've had, the commitment and the consistency. And then you have this culmination of this product of this, this physique. And it doesn't have to be a six pack abs. It doesn't have to be chiseled muscles and, and benching 500 pounds. You've lost 40 pounds. Look at your physique. Wow. I am confident because I've lost so much weight. And that's going to carry over to other things in life. As we said, how you do one thing is how you do everything. And I think you can start building confidence by building a good physique. Let's just call it like it is. You'll be confident when you look good naked in the mirror. Yeah, I agree. And we always say, we would always joke about this. Look good, feel good, perform good. And that's why you would always wear, you know, like nice shirts and stuff to your tests. But that was always the recent a reason I went to the gym every single day and then even went to test gyms on test days. If I look good that morning when I'm done, full pumped, full glistening with sweat all over me, dude, my endorphins are flowing. My confidence is flowing. I'm feeling good. I can go in and do anything. And I think people have to realize that. And there's a lot of there's a negative stigmatism to being a person who wants to go work out all the time because you're cocky or you like you like to show off your body. But no, there's other factors to it. Sure, I like to show off the work that I've done because I know the work that it takes to get to where I'm at. But also, it's me mentally like, wow, I've done this this morning. I woke up early. I went and put myself through a brutal workout. I can do anything. And there's there's a building ground for confidence. I think that's an underlying theme of all that we've talked about. When you... If you're going to choose one area to just become competent in, one area to be good at, like I was saying before, if you're not good at anything, let's find one thing to be good at and let's work at that until we're good at it. Across all of these things, these topics, it's the same set of skills, the mm -hmm. same lessons that you learn, becoming comp competent in some area and giving competence. So like you were saying at the gym, the, the consistency the hard work, the daily confrontation with weight that is heavier than you can lift, but gradually over time becomes weight that be, is easier to lift that you can now easily lift. And so now you increase the weight. I mean, that, that there are a number of metaphors we can derive from here of, of you know, building and growing and learning, but that's the same skill set that you need to become competent in any area and derive competent, confidence. But overall, yes, I think that that's a great place to start for anybody. Why don't you try to like what you see in the mirror? And that can be a great source of oneness of maybe not oneness, a great source of just confidence for you to know, I like the way I look and I've worked hard for this body. I think if I'm going to give one advice or one, one thing for someone to build confidence initially is pick one thing, like you said, and do it every single day for 30 days. If that's waking up at 5 a.m., wake up at 5 a.m. no matter what. And do that every single day. And by your 30th day, your 31st day, you're going to be like, wow, I did that every single day. I woke up at 5 a.m. Now, stack another thing on it. Okay, now I wake up at 5 a.m. Let me go work out for an hour. Do that for another 30 days. And after a few months, you're going to start seeing all these tasks and all this confidence. And you're going to feel unstoppable. And I believe, start with one thing. Do it every single day for 30 days. And see where that takes you. I will add in as well that our discussion about confidence is in no way equal to a discussion about value, mm -hmm. right? Obviously, intrinsically, as a human being, as a life, and maybe because it's Sunday morning, and I'm feeling a little bit more spiritually inclined, <laughs> yeah. to something a little bit more transcendent, where I am speaking of literally being offspring of God, a child of something of some deity of something divine, you have value just by being you and having life and that is precious and that should be regarded 
honestly very sacred a very sacred thing now the confidence that you build in your life that's where the work is that you have to do we're not talking about your, your value we're mm -hmm. talking about confidence that you have in areas of your life and how to build confidence additional to the value that you bring to the table just by being you i like that and i'm glad that you brought that up because it's easy for someone to listen to this and be like wow they're talking crap about me again self self-thought self-realization but I don't have confidence. So I, I'm not valuable. I don't bring anything to the table. Again, you have to look at yourself and look at the things you've done and, and value who you are to say that, hey, I am different. I am special. And this is what I bring to the table. And I love that you brought that up. Maybe that's where you need to start because I know that I am worth it, that I am. It's good that I am here and that my life is valuable and sacred. I owe it to myself to now develop and mm -hmm. to grow. And to become confident in areas where I'm not. And I think, again, I kind of want to touch on, on being a man and having confidence. Um, as a, as a, a father, I want to be confident so that my daughters look to me as a figure, as a role model, that they will look for their future spouses in, in, later down in, the, in, in their life, right? You want to show that you are confident in protecting them and providing and, and knowledgeable. And I just, it's something that's near and dear to me because I have two little girls now that I want someone who is not afraid to look someone in the eyes and shake their hands, who's not afraid to say the the hard things, who's not afraid to challenge things the right way. And I think that comes with confidence as well. And again, it's, I try to do these things every single day so that my daughters have a role model so that, hey, when some guy comes around who's a slob or a bum or a pushover, they they'll know they're not bringing that guy to my house because it doesn't meet my standards and they won't even want to choose them because of the way I treat them and their mom. This is something that on the other side of that, being somebody who's now been happily ending my stint in the dating game for the last 12 <laughs> years. I think this is something I harp on a lot in the realm of self-development. While you are making yourself better and you're becoming the best version of you that you can be you're becoming more fit more competent more confident more diversely talented you're becoming committed to something more you're improving yourself you're make, turning into an absolute unit mm -hmm. and a weapon it doesn't hurt to realize that you are also making yourself a much better candidate for marriage yep. or a relationship the person maybe you become this is jordan peterson's thing if you are going to sit there and feel entitled to well, I'm looking for the right person for me. And his, his quip is, what makes you think the right person for you wouldn't look at you and run away screaming? Become the right person for someone else. And that's a much better mentality to have. I love that because Bedros Kulian kind of said the same thing. He's like, if you're not bettering yourself, why would some chick or female or whatever way you go want to be with you if they're, if they're a better version, you know, or the best version of themselves? So you want to be confident. You want to be confident, like you said. You kind of want to find someone who are just synergistically working together in that confidence, in that personal growth. And if you find someone who who's working on that, again, you surround people who are better than you. She will elevate with you or you will elevate with her. Um, but you have to be putting in the work to become that better version. Confidence is attractive. I agree. And with that being said, we'll see you on the next one. Thank you.